go. All right. Well, thank you, Gul Zeba, for uh, joining us today. Gul is uh, the founder at Red Marker Systems and Humkar Ventures. So, uh, yes. you know, like I've been just talking to Gul about uh, some of the stuff that these guys are doing. Really, really interesting. It's an education technology startup, ed tech startup based out of Pakistan. I believe you guys are focused on uh, the Pakistani market as well. And um, you guys are, you're running a really robust company, again, startup based out of Pakistan. So, you know, one of the things that is really common between RepStack and Red Marker is the uh, female empowerment side of things. Uh, so I'd love to discuss that part as well. But uh, Gul, welcome to the show. Maybe you can start us out with uh, letting us know a little bit about who you are and what your background is and how you uh, stumbled upon founding uh, uh, two startups and that two in Pakistan. Oh, thank you so much, Azhar. When somebody asks you about that, how did you do that? It's kind of a roller coaster ride, as every entrepreneur say. And uh, 2023 actually marked my two decades of being an entrepreneur. I started off in 2003, right after my MBA. Um, you don't have to judge my age from that. <laughs> But actually, uh, I started off in 2003 and then there is like multiple ups and downs. And then I was associated with education sector and assessment sector. And we were actually working in different capacity, but on desk conduction side. And that actually led us to the idea that why uh, why can't we actually digitalize the current uh, assessment examination system? Because we have, I don't know how many of you know about the, as you, have, you are a Pakistani yourself and uh, we have multiple educational systems here uh, on the ground. And then we have mm. parallel educational system. One side, there are educational foundations. On the other side, there are educational boards like Cambridge. Mm. And we, mm. actually, we actually believe this assessment shapes the way teachers are teaching and students are learning. Hmm. So if you if your teacher is going to assess you on the rote learning, you'll be you'll be actually preparing for the rote learning. So that's how we started off and we started digitalizing the uh, products, the, the process, which is like actually of the examination system. So, for example, mm. you start building the question according to certain specifications given in the curriculum. Then you start conducting the exam and then you start checking the exam and then the result is prepared. And this whole value chain was completely traditionally uh, manual. And then we have manual. tried in like last about five years and we have digitalized the whole value chain so far. We are the only wow. private company in Pakistan which is working with public sector for their digitalization. And mm. we have, alhamdulillah, we have 10 plus clients, recurring clients so far. Uh, obviously, it's, it's as we always say, that it's not just like software which we are selling. It's more mm. like changing the process, the changing the mindset, mm. and then giving the technology, right? So it's kind mm. of a very lengthy process. It takes a lot of time when we are working. And actually, um, in this particular case, COVID actually helped us a lot because COVID pushed, uh, you know, everyone in the Pakistan a, a lot ahead, you know, at least yeah. 10 years ahead we're, of where we're, we were we're before COVID. COVID baby. RepStack is yes. a COVID uh, startup as well. So that worked out really well for us as well. We were working actually, we were working before <clears throat> COVID. We started off in 2017. It took us around two and a half years to build the product because obviously you understand when we are started, 
we have limited resources and we have to mm. you know manage in these resources and mm. if if i go into these details that would be actually this uh, podcast will not be enough to share these details <laughs> That's about the, the journey part, of right? the red marker or the hamkar yeah. ventures and the other way to uh, what i'm telling about the hamkar is so as i said 2023 marked my two, two decades and i believe if the if the environment is enabling if there is kind of a very supportive ecosystem for the startups and for the entrepreneurs it shouldn't have been 20 years where i'm now mm. Mm. so that is the reason mainly why i started hamkar ventures which is a social enterprise and we actually try to connect the missing links for those women entrepreneurs women led brands in the creative economy and the digital economy both so that we can mm. actually i can actually kind of try to mitigate some challenges which i faced in my journey so like what would you do over here you would help uh, 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 mentor uh, these startup people in with hankar uh, not just mentoring uh, actually we try to develop a community around them right so for mm. example all the clothing startups will be one community all the digital startups will be one community one part is that then we have our own pool of investors and our own pool of mentors also so if somebody is only looking for mentorship then we kind of connect the right mentor with them and somebody mm. see in case of women entrepreneurs i i don't know how much you know about the women entrepreneurs domain of pakistan but in case of global economy more than 244 million women entrepreneurs are there and less than mm. 1% are in pakistan hmm so we are actually at the tipping point that we do not have a choice but to empower these women to actually help us build the economy and build the pakistan to the point where we were before so we actually have, this is my personal um, initiative i actually tried every other ways to actually help those women entrepreneurs but there was not really an enabling ecosystem in pakistan mm. which has been very supportive in that case so that's how i started off this and then we are also running a display center under these under this particular social enterprise uh, we have recycling products we have organic herbal products we have multiple of these products we are building uh, our own e-commerce platform also and we are also trying ke how to actually connect them uh, you know empower them digitally also mm. so in case of entrepreneurs mostly they are trying to do everything on their own not building the teams and um uh, they they lack different things in different domains so for example somebody will uh, would like to have some branding support somebody would like mm. to have some legal support somebody will like to have some financial support somebody will like to have some marketing support so we try to connect the right people the right training and these this is kind of a community where they actually come and they have that support circle around them with whatever problem they have they can actually find out the solution for them also that's amazing that's uh that must keep you busy <laughs> are you yeah, able to get time actually uh, this is out how, of passion actually uh, yes that's great uh, we're actually, how are you like i i am executive member of rawalpindi chamber of commerce and industry also okay. so that is that is kind of a business uh, community proper platform which is where we have like around 60 chambers all over pakistan we are all well connected with these chambers but uh i think mm. for women we need to do a little more hand holding at the ground level so that's why i kind mm. of started my own social enterprise 
Yeah, I think that's uh, very impressive. I'm really excited to be talking to you about uh, Red Marker. Um, so, um, Red Marker, I have a quick question for you, um, yeah. Gold. Is um, so, you do is the product now? You have to go in and implement it for uh, every client that you onboard, or is it sort of like a SaaS product now, where uh, people can come in and they can get a subscription for you from you guys? And you guys can just go ahead and uh, uh, make it running, or does it require a lot of customization for every client? So we do have a we do have the SaaS product at the moment. Uh, we are working on SaaS model in the Pakistan, but actually, because uh, see, everybody has their own system. Kind of hello, can you? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, okay. yeah. The screen was blank. So in Pakistan, actually, we have the. Um, you know everybody has their own process as i mm. said this is change of process also so according to the process we do need to customize the product a little but it's okay. not that we have to customize it for every single client gotcha gotcha that's very good interesting and then in terms of uh, the size of your team how big is uh, is the team on the red market side now so we started off with like like four and now we are a team of around 38 people. And these nice. are the 38 people who are full-time employed with us. Then we have a pool of uh, more than 7,000 women we have trained so far on the solutions we have. So these are the women who are actually working with us remotely uh, for question development and question checking. So hmm. we only we are the only private company in Pakistan which has this solution for the descriptive paper marking, right? So for mm. the descriptive paper marking, I'm a teacher or I'm an educated woman and I'm sitting at my home and I'm getting one question at a time to check or I'm, asked, mm. I'm making one question at a time. So that's how we are kind of engaging these women. We have uh, won multiple grants also and we have actually empowered economically them. In the recent project, we have actually uh, economically empowered more than 700 women with us. Wow. In one project, yes. And in case of field staff and in case of, you know, the network we have in the in all over Pakistan, that's like around more than 15,000 people, those who are engaged with us on daily wages or on project basis, these are different. Wow, that's huge. Those are huge numbers. Very impressive. And so still, actually, I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm cutting you, but still, actually, yeah, sometimes we have to kind of stop it because, you know, we... Uh, most of the women who are actually getting the degree, they're not really working in Pakistan, mm. right? So either they start something small business as like from home or they're not doing anything because of, you know, the social and the cultural barriers also. So yeah. we are trying to engage all those women who are graduated, but they're sitting at home in case of red market and we train them on the system. We train them on the assessment and we kind of employ them in the different projects. It is also choice of the client. If the client wants that, they know we want our own markers or our own item writers, then we don't engage our own uh, trainees. Hmm. But in case hmm. if the client is actually looking for that, okay, you engage your e-markers and item writers, which is the case in some public sector organization. So we do that. That's very impressive. I'm thinking already that, you know, this could be converted into an Uber of... Uh test marking where you know people can sign up not only to get the service but also to provide the service behind the scenes 100%. Right? you you <laughs> uh, 
conceived it rightly, that's our uh, kind of the roadmap that we'll be making a marketplace for the content also. Mm. If I'm making yeah. a question for myself, I can actually sell the question on the marketplace also. That's amazing. What um, breakthrough thinking, especially in a country like Pakistan, where education system is, I don't know, like how you, I think it's a great pick that you guys uh, went in there because it's really what I call the, a low-hanging fruit. In Pakistan, people are, it's going to be a, a market segment, which is going to be there whether you know whether the economy is up or down it's going to be always there like you know we call sadabahar market segments and uh, and it's the sky is the limit right because we're 100% manual right now i remember going through my matriculations my uh, fsc and then my uh, undergrad uh, you know associate degree that it's called now the two year degree back uh, um, you know, now I'm going to age myself because, you know, around uh, 90, I've done that too, actually. <laughs> 99, I completed my uh, undergrad from uh, Berea University, which used to give out mm. uh, Peshawar University degree back then uh, uh, because I was one of the first few batches uh, graduating there. But it used to be the only degree we knew at that time. And then it turned out that uh, the rest of the world was on a four year degree undergrad program and so on and on. So that's just one of the examples of, you know, how Pakistan uh, is a little behind on some of these things and having a system like this is uh, very exceptional. And while you're doing it, empowering people along the way, which is, uh, I think, which is huge because uh, I think that's the only way you can get scale over here. So that's very, Thank very... You so much. You, if, you rightly mentioned that, uh, but most of the edtech startups are government sector is focused on the learning side, right? The mm. curriculum development side or the learning side. So assessment mm. is the weakest link in the education cycle here. So in mm. case of assessment, we do not get any data. So for example, if I'm getting like five marks out of 10, why I'm not getting mm. that five marks? I'll be thinking all over my life that, you know, why, why didn't I get good marks? What was the problem? <laughs> where is the problem? Where is the improvement part? Where can actually mm. I, I, you know, uh, make myself better? So that is the mm. part where student learning is also involved, that how you can actually improve students' learning on the basis of mm. these assessments, how you can actually improve mm. the policies on the basis of the data you get from the technology part. Mm. So we have marked more than 25 million uh, questions so far. These are, these are the descriptive questions with public sector, right? So we right. developed our own scanning unit. We have marked more than these 25 million questions online, on screen. Multiple markers were marking with us in remotely from their home. So in case you, you, we are actually trying to do multiple things. We are trying to actually, on one side, improve the student learning. On other side, we are trying to professionally develop the teachers. Mm. Right? And the thirdly, third side is that how to actually develop the institutions. So these mm. three things are related, right? And uh, to be honest, this this niche was so empty and hardly anyone is working here. And obviously it's it it's gets difficult also when you're entering a niche where no one is working, where you're not yeah. having any kind of uh, major competitors in Pakistan. But otherwise, it's also difficult to make your place in that uh, particular domain. That mm. makes it more difficult also. Uh, but Alhamdulillah, we are going. We are going uh, great. We have uh, won multiple grants. As I said, we were exhibiting at uh, 
leave conference in Riyadh this year in February. And we were also mm. selected by the US Pakistan Innovation Expo, where uh, US embassy was actually showcasing a few startups who mm. uh, USAID has helped and you know they actually grew. Because when COVID happened, exam didn't happen, our solutions were totally related <laughs> to examinations. So that nice. was the time when USAID helped us. Um, I'm also an international visitor leadership program alumni, IVLP alumni. I went with um, US last year. I was the only entrepreneur selected by US embassy for that particular program. And we were like, it was amazing program. It was like six cohorts, different themes and under one roof, um, more than 100 country people under one roof. And we actually visited. Where, where was State. it? It was uh, Albuquerque, Chicago, Washington, D.C., um, three, nice. four different states. Yeah. And it took you a whole year to complete that? No, no, no. That was only like hardly three weeks program. Okay. Okay. It was like five to six weeks before COVID, but due to COVID, uh, it was a little shortened. Hmm. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. It was good. Gotcha. Yes. So... So, Gul, also my question to you is that, uh, you know, you just mentioned that, you know, the things you're working on, you're really, really passionate about. So, and that's what I've seen from people who are, uh, even when you're, you know, I feel there's two things actually you said that, you know, you said that, number one, that you're really passionate about this. And then also that, you know, what took you 20 years to get, you're trying to shorten the period for other entrepreneurs, uh, other female entrepreneurs. So, so let's talk about, you know, like, why is it so important to be working around your passion? Like, uh, what, uh, how is that different than, you know, getting a really great job and, you know, being maybe a lawyer or a doctor and maybe, you know, and having an awesome paycheck, but not having the passion there? Uh, if we talk about the background of that, maybe, uh, it's like inherited yeah. also. My father was a businessman and he always taught me to be my own boss. So I never kind mm. of thought of having any job after my MBA. So mm. that is mainly one reason. Uh, my family actually, because I was a very good student when I was in school and college. So my family tried that I become a doctor, but I was saved. <laughs> so you're, you were was, pushed down that road. <laughs> I, I I was, yes, like in, uh, I kind of saved myself. Uh, plus, as you mentioned that, um, why actually these women entrepreneurs, why passion is important. I think without passion, you can't do anything. So if, if for example, I am uh, a few days back, I was filling some form and they said, yeah, how many hours you can work weekly? And I said 65 to 70 hours. And that's kind of minimum. I am working like <laughs> much more than that. So yeah. most of the time, it's like, you know, it's very difficult for me to sit idle hmm. or not doing anything because uh, it keeps me going, actually. Yeah, yeah, excitement, right? And whether that's... it's education or whether it's like women economic empowerment side or hmm. it keeps me going. Yeah, I think and that's that's the most important thing that... Uh... Uh, you know, and I've been through that, like I've had to have these jobs throughout my career uh, in order to get to a certain point. And, you know, I've had those days where after a weekend, you, I don't want to go back to work because, you know, I have these bad knots in my stomach and, 
and i don't want to do that so you know i always i had this uh, frame of mind that you know if we're going to build a company then i want everyone in that company to come every monday they just can't wait to come come back to work and be excited about what they're doing right so you know, so uh, so that's how you build that's rest kind of, that's that has been a, a foundation of uh, what we wanted to do and another thing that kind of relates to you one of your passions is uh, which is female empowerment we didn't start out uh, thinking that we're going to just hire a whole bunch of females from pakistan but it so happened that when we got started uh, we just because we were just and it was covid uh, office was out of question at this time and uh, we just thought that uh, we just started hiring and then we saw that you know there's more female applicants were coming and so out of the 250 wow. people approximately 150 people are females right now inside repstack including our leadership team how we run the company is with directors we have i think seven directors right now and four of them are uh, uh, females and only three male Wonderful. directors and uh, and that's uh, and we're seeing this ama- and we like we got so lucky with this that uh, we got to tap into this uh, female uh, workforce because uh, we're finding that they have amazing amount of passion you know now they were all these amazing students in their universities and in most cases in a big chunk of this uh, uh, you know a lot of these uh, people may not even had have had opportunities to go out of their homes and work a career where actually they can build out a career and get to a leadership level and um, so and then we we just started attracting more and more and more females and the rest is history right now we're between 65 to 70% female workforce and we're extremely Wonderful. proud of that fact um and we couldn't have done it and it was a surprise thing for us once we started hiring in pakistan it's just that you know it's something that uh, was a low hanging fruit and we really tapped into it so we really kind of combine on that side our focus is more on building out a career now we want our people to stay with us for the long term and uh, that's what we focus on we're only 3 years old but we already have people who are going to be celebrating their uh, employments with us as soon as the 3 years happen and uh, so so you know so so that's that's sort of the uh, relevance there in terms of uh, hiring people um in terms of uh, helping out the entrepreneur side so you know obviously there's going to be journeys for people so you know so if somebody wants to come in and become a part of red marker or you know get some trainings or become involved in humcar ventures what is uh, what does that look like uh, how how would somebody do that so if somebody wants to uh, see my uh, kind of passion and my kind of target is also to create success stories from pakistan right so in case yeah. when i i'm working with women entrepreneurs i want to bring them on a level where they they can actually become a success story themselves and if we create these success stories we don't have to worry about the rest of the resources and rest of the problems so far i'm doing it actually on my on my own and uh, but i am trying that how to actually bring them to that level where they mm. can actually sustain the quality of the product where they can actually you know build their supply chain where can they can actually have something solid so we are actually not very focused we are not kind of uh, focusing on those who are actually not really bringing any creativity in that 
we are focused mm. on those who are bringing creativity who are who have their own products in whatever way in whatever form from furniture to organic from grains to clothing from jewelry to everything so we are focused on that if somebody wants to contact me or hamkar or red marker we are very much reachable uh, online social media i am available on all kind of platforms uh, the hamkar website is there hamkar social media is there red marker website is there its social media is there so if anybody wants to reach out please reach out because i believe we can't do anything in silos so my personal motto mm. is to working on collective development not like on more like on like individual development right mm. so i try yeah. to make like a group of more uh, kind of uh, you know support circle of the tonic people not toxic people so that we can grow <laughs> collectively <laughs> yeah i think that's the most as you understand that in in case of pakistan or maybe worldwide it's like success is also like inversely proportional to likability yeah so as you yeah. start growing so people start you know but i i yeah. try to focus more on the solution side personally so i don't mm. focus more on the problem side i am more solution oriented so whatever problems i think that's the only way to way, go yes yeah and especially in pakistan you know the you know i don't want to go into the details of pakistan <laughs> i i think it's worldwide that's I, everywhere know, yeah that's 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 a mindset and i think uh, as long as and that's the biggest thing right like we want when we bring people in uh you know a couple of our values is to have a leadership mindset and a coachable mindset and to us what that means mm-hmm. is that uh, we want people who are like uh, who are running towards getting feedback right like oh man like i did this particular task can i get some feedback on it especially if it's you haven't done it a good job at it and uh, mm-hmm. you know sometimes we people tend to take feedback really really bad so like we i can't work with a person who is just not ready to receive uh, feedback number 1 and number 2 is uh, you know a mindset of leadership which really means in order for you to get to point b from point a uh, you're going to have to roll up your sleeves and do everything that comes your way especially when it's something that's below you right you may not have been hired for this particular role but you know when the going gets tough are you ready to roll up your sleeves and uh, unclog the office bathroom maybe you know i'm just giving you an example and um, mm-hmm. and that's the type like if you can i i feel that you know if those are the type of people along with integrity and work ethic we can start surrounding ourselves with there's no way this person is going to succeed and working with a person like gol uh, and red marker and hamkar i think it just shortens that journey and you know this again the question same thing like what took us 20 years to get here uh my goal for you know people coming to join us at repstack or even people looking to help is to shorten that journey for those people what it what took me 20 years to do i want a person inside repstack to do in 2 to 5 years uh right really shorten that journey and uh, and if you have that mindset and if you have a positive mentality and uh, and you can do anything then you know you want to come and work with uh Uh, red marker and hamkar or at least reach out for a question that's what we get over here we get uh, a, a lot of people applying uh, but uh, we do have a selection process on our side where you know really we're not looking out at i know for a fact we've proven this goal by me and my brother and 
millions of other Pakistanis coming out to the US, Canada, UK, and doing amazing for their careers, having the same yes, basic education as we got in Pakistan. It's not even a question anymore. You know, I my basic education is from Pakistan. I have the same accents and things like that as most of Pakistanis or the people that we're trying to uh, work with. But, uh, you know, a playing level, level playing field was happen, has happened to us as soon as we changed our geog- geography. These, you guys can do the same thing just sitting in Pakistan because the doing of the task is no different than a person who went to Minnesota State, for example, in the U.S. The only difference is going to be uh, the mindset that we bring to the table. Can we learn? Can we Very learn true. from our mistakes? Uh, and are we and ready, sometimes, you know? Sometimes unlearn also. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Exactly. That's also very important. Yeah, no, that's that's totally true. And um, I think uh, we're, go- we're going to put up your uh, website information. You guys have an event coming up, but you want to just quickly talk to me about... Uh, the, the event that you guys have coming up in Islamabad? So we have the event on 22nd of uh, June, which where we are actually trying to showcase what we have done so far. And plus we are trying to actually showcase what is happening in the technology and innovative domain of the ad tech sector. So okay. we have few panel discussions, few keynote speakers and the demos, what we have done so far. So it would be hopefully interesting inshallah. Very interesting. Well, good luck with that, uh, Gul. Thank you so much for uh, um, coming to the show. I'm sure this is going to be very beneficial to get the word out there. And then also, hopefully, we can influence a few few of our people, especially our uh, female, young future leaders uh, to, you know, just uh, not uh, just go to school and then just uh, go out and, you know, actually have an opportunity. Right now we have opportunities to make a difference in the world, make a difference in our personal lives, in the lives of our families, and uh, take Pakistan, the country we're so proud of, forward with us. Yes. When we started off, maybe, Azhar, when we started off, let's say, 20 years back, I think opportunities were not in that case as they are now available, right? Especially in the urban cities. And plus... In case of women, I would suggest that, you know, you have to come out a little out of your comfort zone and, mm. you know, look. you have to look for the opportunities. You have to connect with the people. You have to do the networking with the right people. You have to select mm. the right mentor. So there are mm. multiple processes if you want to grow yourself. It's not like only the business growth. It's your own growth house. Mm. It's like a parallel process where you are personally developing yourself also and you are developing the business also. It's not a one way thing. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm sure you see this all the time. Uh, We definitely see it like, you know, we, you know, when we bring in the right person uh, and give them the platform, man, like these people are amazing. They outperform everywhere. Like it's so humbling to see these people just go and just achieve these amazing things. Uh, like so many of our leaders are internally homegrown over the last one to two years and they've done everything. And now they're leading teams of 10, 20, uh, you know, some uh, there's like 60 people reporting to one manager right now inside one of our departments. So, uh, so, so lots, I can actually lots foresee some collaboration and partnership model with RevStack. We can discuss that in yeah, detail. Yeah, I would love that. Let's. Uh, uh, I think this was great. Uh, thanks for coming to the show, Cole. Uh, Fatma, we can go offline now. <laughs>